Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of Cognitive Recalibration. I'm your host, Shravan, and I've got co-host Taran here again. It's me, Taran, again. Yeah, it's, it's us again. Yeah, um, not going to get rid of us that quickly. No surprises there. Thanks to everyone that listened to the first episode. We got some feedback from people we know that listened to the first episode, so we'll try to implement it in this one. We've got a lot to talk about today. We're doing an MCU ranking, 19 to 11, and then next week you'll get our top 10 ranking. But before we start, there's a couple of things that I wanted to mention. So Avengers Infinity War, it's made quite a lot of money around the world, so I think it's going to be the fastest movie to a billion dollars. I think you'll make it within this weekend. Probably still won't be. Force Awakens overall. It beat it on the first weekend. The opening it's weekend. It's got the highest opening weekend. Yeah. I yeah. don't think overall it will. Well, let's. it depends on how it does in China. So China it hasn't opened yet. It's opening on the 11th of May. And if it does really well there, it might um, beat Force get, Awakens. at least get close to Force Awakens. But the difference between Force Awakens and this is that that came out during Christmas or the the December period, and it didn't really have much competition. competition. So Deadpool's coming out in a in couple two, weeks. In a couple weeks, yeah, so and then Han really Solo. Yeah, so it doesn't really have a clear run. So it's really just this weekend and the next weekend, and then after that, it will probably fall to second place after Deadpool comes out. Yeah. The other thing was very quickly Ant Man and the Wasp trailer. They released another one this week. Yeah. Um, did you get a chance to? Yeah, watch I watched it. it. Did you watch it? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. This morning. <laughs> okay, I watched it like the day it came out. What do you think about it? Yeah, it looks pretty good, but they didn't mention Infinity War at all. So it looks like it's definitely before Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a contained story. So hopefully the stakes... My only issue with it is if we've just watched Infinity War where the stakes are really high. And then if you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp where it's just these, just two, yep. these two guys just fighting some random criminal that's you know money from trying to do a heist or something. So stakes might not be high, but maybe it will be just a fun contained film. But let's see. From what I saw in the trailer, maybe everything that they show in the trailer is from the first part of the movie. And then in the second part of the movie, they go into the quantum realm. It might be a contained story in the quantum realm where the stakes are high, but you don't know what's going out 
around in the outside world. So it could be that Infinity War is happening in the outside world while they're in the quantum realm. Possibly, yeah. yeah. That, that was what I thought might happen too. And they still haven't shown Hank Pym's wife yet. Yeah. Who's in the movie. So maybe they're just saving that for the movie. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be any more trailers. After there might this. be one more. I guess we'll start on the ranking. The way we'll do it is I'll do my... So it's 19 movies. So I'll do 19 to 15. Yep. And then you can do 19 to 15. And then we'll do 14 to 10 and so on until we get to one. Sounds good. Sounds good. So have you yeah. got your ranking? Yeah, yeah, I'm just looking at it to see if it's right. I did this like ages ago. Yeah, it looks all right. <laughs> okay. Just for our listeners, I guess this is just our opinions. But um, I believe mine is the definitive ranking of MCU <laughs> films. So if anyone disagrees, you're wrong. <laughs> I hear your words a bit. Well, you said your words a bit out there. Yeah, I, I don't think, think... my one's stock standard, yeah. basically, but... I didn't look at um, IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or yeah, I didn't either. any of that. Yep. It's purely just what I came up with. And it wasn't easy because I probably like all of these movies. I think I like movies. all the movies. Yeah. Every, even 19, I do like. If someone was watching it or like it was just on TV, I'd probably still watch all of these. They've done a really good job in that sense because I don't think there's a single bad movie. None of them are bad. I reckon there's probably like 10 great movies in it. So Yeah, and once we get to the top five, I think that's uh, when pretty much all of them are interchangeable for me. Yeah, same. I, I basically did mine in terms of which movies I'd like to re-watch and like watch more times. That's kind of how I ranked it rather than which one is has the like the good best movie. cinematography yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, same, yeah, same as me. Yeah, so it's yeah. The, the movies that I would like to watch yeah. more often than not. So we're not just going to do a ranking. We've got a bit of uh, trivia. So I've got some trivia questions and I've got some facts about these movies that, that I will mention as I go through my list. And I believe that you have, you're going to challenge me with some... Yeah, so I'm going to ask you about Stanley cameos and end credit scenes and see yep. if you can get to them. Okay, yeah, so let's see. Will I... you, when I do my list, will I ask you the question? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. So when you do yours, you can ask me. And when I do mine, I will ask you. So... Yep. Okay. My number 19, probably not everyone's number 19, but Iron Man 3. I'll tell you why I think this is... This surprising. is my... Yeah. It, it's a, it can be a bit surprising, but I just didn't like that Mandarin twist because it's Iron Man's main villain. So it's like Batman and the Joker is Iron Man and Mandarin. So they've pretty much just made the... Like, just imagine a Batman movie and this whole movie... You've seen Joker being menacing, and and then at the end you find out it's just some random guy that's acting yeah. as the Joker, and it's just some other guy that you've seen throughout the movie, but he's nothing like the Joker. He's just this other guy that's completely different character. So that's how I felt about this movie. And it, no matter what I think, like yeah, just forget about that. Just watch the movie as it is. It, I just can't get that out of my mind. So yeah. that's why. It's and fair enough. Yeah. I like some parts of it. So I like the parts where Tony Stark is again without his suit and he has to use his intellect to get out of situations. But overall, if I had a choice to watch any MCU film, this would probably be the last one I would watch. You know, have you seen the Marvel one shot where they reveal that there is an actual Mandarin out there? Yeah, but is that canon or is, did uh, they just do that after this movie came out? I, I, like, oh, I don't know if it's... I don't know if they'll ever actually do anything about it, but I think they just did it after the movie came out, to be honest. It it was a problem for a lot of people, that twist, yeah. so it's fair enough. But I did like Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin, even though he wasn't actually the Mandarin. Yeah. But when he yeah. was acting 
as the Mandarin. I thought he was really good. Guy Pierce, he was good, but like Robert his Chloe. motivation was a bit suspect. Like just because you left him on a on a rooftop on yeah. New Year's Eve and he didn't turn up, he <laughs> spends his whole life trying to pretty much destroy take, his life, destroy Tony Stark's life. It yeah. was, there's some things that I really don't enjoy about this movie, but I still I still like like it and I still watch it. I thought the end credit scene was a bit disappointing because this is the first movie that came after Avengers, the first Avengers. So I thought there might be something that leads into what they're going for in Phase Two, but there wasn't. It was just um, him talking to Banner. So the whole yeah. the whole movie is just him narrating this story to Bruce Banner. My number eighteen is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. This is another <laughs> one that I'm going to get a lot of hate for. Um, I, I disagree with you this, on this one a lot, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I, I know the majority of people really like this movie. I liked it, but I went into this movie expecting a lot. Like, I really liked the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was a really good movie because it focused on the characters, but it also linked into the overall MCU. And there was something, like you saw Thanos, and you saw that Gamora is Thanos' daughter, and there was an Infinity Stone in the first movie as well. So Guardians of the Galaxy are pretty random characters if you don't link them in into the they're MCU. really obscure yeah, yeah so even in the comics before the movie came out there were ex- obscure characters not yeah. many people knew about them i just feel like they they needed to link in a little bit more to their overall story that was just my i think i went in with the wrong expectation so i was going to be disappointed with this movie but there's a lot of this movie where just nothing happens like you know peter cool's just sitting on his couch and um it's a pretty contained story that doesn't... I wouldn't say there's, like, a lot of story. It's it's more of, like, a heartfelt kind of... I just didn't feel like they needed to explain Peter Quill's powers. I thought it was good that it was a bit of a mystery. The way they did it in this movie, you find out that he's got these powers because his father was Ego, the living planet, and then at the end of the movie, he loses those powers. So he's just yeah, this normal happen. guy again. It was a bit inconsequential in the end, I felt. So that's why it ranks below a lot of movies. I've only seen it a couple of times, and the first time I watched it in the cinema, and I walked out disappointed, and the second time, I couldn't actually get through it. But but it might have just been a bad movie. Yeah, I'll talk about it later. I missed out on the Iron Man 3 trivia for you, oh, so trivia. I'll ask you that first. Yeah. How many suits does Tony make before the end of Iron Man 3? Before the end? Yeah. Oh, this is so hard. It's just a random number. I know it's a lot. I think it's like... So, just how many suits he has? Yes. Uh, can you give me a ballpark? Well, if you think about his Mark numbers, okay. you'll figure it out. I think in Avengers, he has like Mark 50 or something. Doesn't he? No. No? No. Is it 70? No. So it's 42. So 42. His Mark 42 is, I think, his... The last... Oh, is Mark 42 the one the, that connects to his book? Like the one that comes in? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's the one. Yeah. yeah. And the question I had for Guns of the Galaxy Volume 2, who is Peter Quill's mother? Like, what's her name? Peter Quill's mother. Um, you see her. That's yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure her name is mentioned. Yeah, it is. Kurt Russell calls her Lily Flower or something, which is probably not. No, that's not her name. That's not her actual name. Yeah. Okay, thank God for her. <laughs> um, it starts with C, doesn't it? No. Okay, then I don't know it. <laughs> it's Meredith Quill. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't going to get that. Yeah, yeah. not doing too well so far. So yeah, well, these. These are random. Like, who who remembers how... Well, the, the Iron Man suits one, probably someone remembers. Yeah. And probably someone remembers that as well. Yeah. No. But okay. they're not important to me. Number 17, Iron Man 2. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. A lot of people don't like this movie, but I think it's okay. I like this F1 scene yeah. in Monaco. That's The suit change part in that is yeah, really Yeah, awesome. I like that scene. Tony Stark's he's not a superhero, really. He's more of a... Just like a normal guy. Well, he's not normal either. I think he's just he's an intellect, and basically his superpower is his intellect, like the, the way he uses intelligence as a weapon. And I think in this movie, you see that again when he has to create that. It's a bit. The new arc reactor. Yeah, the new arc reactor. And it, there's just this part when Jarvis is like, oh, you've created a new element. Where I always like, yeah, I always smile. Because <laughs> it's just. It's a bit lame. But that scene's cool, though, where he yeah. creates a new element. It's got the Iron Man shield in it. Yeah. And for me, like, there's this part where he's trying to figure out what's going on and how to, like, fix his, his arc reactor because it's infecting his body and slowly killing him. And he's looking at equations. He's looking at these, like, maths equations, like integrals and stuff. And for me, because I, I did engineering and I, I did stats, so that kind of thing really appeals to me. So that's... You like looking at people looking at equations. Well, I, 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 feel, I feel like there's a chance for me because there's a superhero that's good at maths. Yeah, but he's, yeah. like, really good at maths. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely better than, yeah. than me. But it, it gives me hope one day. <laughs> The trivia I had for this is, in Iron Man 2, what supposedly bunker-busting smart missile fizzled when War Machine tried to use it? Oh, I know this. The XY. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe you remembered that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you remembered that. Okay, number 16 is The Incredible Hulk. I like this movie. I think there's a lot of good parts in it. Basically, all the parts where he hulks out is really good. So I like the whole introduction in Brazil. That, like, spawned all these movies where there's running on rooftops in Brazil, like in Fast and Furious as well. It was like the first movie that did that. I like, yeah, so all the parts where he hulks out, there's a part where he goes to the library and he's like trying to hide a USB key or something and he hulks out and then like the whole army is there trying to kill him. When I first watched it, I thought they'd get him, blasting sound waves into him and stuff. And then he like figures out a way, like he gets the door of a car and uses a shield and like he chucks it at the tank and it like blows up the tank. Yeah. So it's, yeah. that's a pretty cool um, action scene. And I feel like they set up the Hulk pretty well because the Hulk can be a bit of a depressing character because when he's by himself, he's just like, because he can't like meet anyone. He's just yeah. all depressed. So I think they did it well. And Edward Norton, I actually like him as the Hulk. He's, I guess Mark Ruffalo is probably better. better as the Hulk now because he's been in so many more movies. But I thought he was a pretty good introductory Hulk. A lot of people don't like it because maybe the actor got switched out but i think it's a pretty solid movie i've got a fact and a trivia, trivia question i'll go yeah, the fact enough. first apparently there was a deleted scene for this movie where it was meant to be the first scene of the movie where bruce banner is pretty much going to commit suicide so he got a gun and he's going to shoot himself in the head and before he shoots himself in the head apparently he turns into the hulk and he yeah. can't and this is referenced in the avengers, avengers. when his banner says i put a bullet in my mouth and the other guy spit it out so that was going to be the, fir- the first scene of The Incredible Hulk, but they didn't do it because they thought it would be way too dark to start a movie Yeah, where someone's going to come that's, suicide. That's more DC Universe territory. They would, yeah. start, they would start with that and the other guy actually doesn't spit it out. He just dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twist starting. Yeah. And the trivia question for you is, what is the Abomination's real name? Uh, Sergeant. Was it Colonel? Sergeant. I, I don't need that part. I okay. just need his name. I know the actor's name. Um, I'm trying to think. Nah, don't know. Uh, Emil Blonsky. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. And I also like the abomination in this yeah. movie. I like the fight at the end as well. And there is links to Captain America in this movie as well. 
The super soldier. Because, yeah, yeah, basically they're trying to recreate that to make the Hulk. Well, not to make the Hulk. They want to make Captain America, but they accidentally make the Hulk. Make the Hulk, yeah. Well, my 19's The Incredible Hulk, which we just talked about. We just talked about, but why is it your last? So, I do like this movie. There's definitely parts that I enjoy. The parts with the abomination, especially. The last fight scene's really awesome, but it's just... It's just a bit boring, to be honest. The CG on the Hulk isn't that great as well. It's a bit too cartoony, which they got a lot better afterwards in Avengers. And also, Edward Norton's pretty good in the role. Mark Ruffalo, I think, is much better, though. But Edward Norton looks a bit too clean-cut to be the Hulk, but Mark Ruffalo looks like he's been, like, living on the streets and, like... Yeah, but I think know. in this movie, he hadn't been the Hulk for that long. So, it, overall, it's still a good movie. It's just not one that I would go back and watch yeah. just because it doesn't have the actor that plays the Hulk anymore. No real connection to the Marvel Universe, if well, you... They, yeah. That's what we thought until Civil War came out and then they included... Well, uh, yeah, but um, even without watching that, you can still kind of probably see. Yeah. 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 I also like the part, I didn't mention it, but I like the part at the end where you actually see him controlling his powers. But yeah. they never really reference that again. It's, it just It still looks like he can't control can't the control Hulk. It. But, yeah. At the end of that movie, they kind of hint that he can control it. And in the Avengers, it looks like he he's can got it. Yeah, he's as got well, it. But yeah. it kind of goes backwards again where he can't in Age of Ultron. So yeah, he's yeah. he's a bit back and forth with whether yeah. he can control his powers at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So the parts I really do like is the Abomination, and I'm actually secretly hoping they bring the Abomination back at some point with Tim Roth, which would be awesome if yeah. they did. And well, there's hope because they brought back Red spoilers Skull. for Infinity War, yeah. but they brought back Red Skull. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Abomination would be a really good character to bring back. So, hopefully, they do that at some point. Can you name the Stanley cameo? Yes, I can. So, I remember this very clearly. It's. Well, this one's an easy one because. The Stanley cameo and the end credit scene are like really memorable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I kind of forgot the end credit scene. But oh, I, I should ask you that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stanley cameo is is this uh, man drink. So Bruce Banner's working in this factory where they make these um, green flavors. It's like this energy drink or yeah, something. Yeah, energy drinks. Yeah. And then that's exported to America, I'm guessing. And Stanley's this person. Old who, guy. Uh, happened to buy this bottle that had a drop of Bruce Banner's blood in it and he drinks it and he um, faints. And he, he dies. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, does he die? He dies, oh, yeah. He dies, That's right. why they yeah. find out he died. Oh, okay. And then they come and get they him. They track him back. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So I remember that yeah. very... I gave you a very detailed explanation. Yeah. You don't even need to that watch was, the movie. That was yeah. real detailed. Yeah. And credit seed's pretty good as well. That's where Tony Stark comes back in. And talks to Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two is I oh not number two, eighteen. Yes. Is Iron Man two, which is also not a bad movie. There's really good parts. I like the F one scene as well. And I like the the suit change with the suitcase that he does in that scene. The villain's pretty weak. Both villains are really weak in this movie, to be honest. They're not great. You would agree. I kind of like them. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of like them, but they're not, like, that villainous. They're more comedic than... Yeah. yeah. The, the, there's that funny part where the two villains are talking. Yeah. And what's his name? The other guy? Sam Rockwell? Yeah, what's yeah. his character's name again? Hammer. Hammer, yeah, yeah Justin yeah. Hammer. He's like, I want to take a shit on Tony Stark's front yard. Yeah. And the other guy's like, I can engage that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. just makes this movie for me for some reason. That <laughs> one line is... Uh, I'll go back and watch that one line over and over. And also, the end fight scene is actually pretty good in this movie. 
with the War Machine and Iron Man. Other than that, the rest of it's just like set up for Avengers and yeah, it just doesn't feel that great. Number 17, this is a movie that you really like for some reason, but not that other, not that many people actually do like. Thor The Dark World. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's an alright movie. I, I've only seen it like twice, but it's not something I want to see over and over again. And mostly because they do play most of the parts of a comedy and there's not much serious stuff that goes on in the movie. And not all the comedy is actually that funny yeah. to me. Yeah, it doesn't stick that often. And also the villain is definitely the worst villain in the MCU by far because... I don't... Does he talk? Yeah, he, he talks. Talk? Yeah. yeah. He's just so forgettable and he, he doesn't do much. And the comic character is actually a really good character, which is a shame because they could have done a lot more with him. So there's not many things that I do like about it, but the action... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary scenes are really good and i think thor's fighting is much better in this than it is thor one thor one yeah yeah number 16 is iron man 3 as well i like it better than iron man 2 and i like it more than you like it i don't really mind the mandarin the twist i kind of like uh, what's his name ben kingsley as trevor slattery it's kind of funny i know it's not ideal but it's pretty funny and it's good to see iron man working without his suit basically the kid part is really annoying for me i don't enjoy it i hate that kid i know why and the suits the suit's pretty cool how it like comes to him but it's very useless in terms of it comes to him but someone hits him once and it just falls apart yeah. 
So it's like, what's even the point of this? But it was pretty cool to watch. Also, the whole thing, how he destroys his suits at the end of this movie and he stops being Iron Man, it's inconsequential in the universe because in the end, he starts making them again and it's never kind of explained. So it doesn't really fit in well with the timeline. But yeah, it's an all, it's an all right movie. I forgot to ask you about end credit scenes for those three, did I? So for Iron Man 2, what's the end credit scene? Oh my God, I can't remember this. Oh yeah, it's Thor. Yeah. Thor's hammer. It's Thor's hammer in the yeah. in the ground. Yeah. For Thor the Dark World, what is the Stanley cameo? Ooh. This one's a pretty hard one. What is the Stanley cameo? I'm trying to think now. Um I actually can't remember this one. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I had to look this one up. I didn't remember it. Do you know in the uh mental hospital that Yes, okay, now I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, um, he's like the, what's his, the professor. The, um, yeah, yeah. He's in the mental asylum, or is in, looks like he's in an old age home, because yeah, everyone else like is that. old. Um, but Stanley's there, and he's trying to explain the, uh, the convergence with the shoes. And, the and um, Stanley's like, can I have my shoe Yeah, back? it's like, it's like, do you get that? And he's like, no, and can I have my shoe back? Iron Man 3, what is Stanley's cameo? Oh, man, this one I definitely can't remember. I haven't watched this movie for a while. Yeah. You don't know? No. He's um a beauty pageant judge. Oh yeah. 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 I think it's in the flashback scene. No, no, it's in the present. It's in the present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's in the I present. don't remember that one either. For some reason, like he's driving around country towns and He goes to a beauty pageant? No, he like drives past a beauty pageant. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he yeah. like gets in a TV yeah. van or something. Yeah. All right. Those All right. were my nineteen sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're up to 15 to 11. So my 15 is Thor the Dark World, which we just talked about. Uh, yes. Um, I enjoy the comedy in this movie. I, I think it's all right. It's a, it's a fun time. There is an Infinity Stone involved, so I yeah. think the stakes are there. And the villain is probably the, the worst villain. Yeah. But I enjoyed Thor in this movie. It comes back to Earth, and they do reference the Avengers sometimes as well. So you, it is you, you understand that it's a post-Avengers universe. So yeah, I did. I did enjoy the Cat Dennings comedy. I think it's okay. Cat Dennings, yeah. And Natalie Portman's all right, I guess. Apparently, she didn't want to be there for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked Loki in this movie. I think Loki Loki's was really good. One of the best parts yeah. of that movie. Yeah. yeah. I think he makes he pretty much makes the movie. And I like the part where he turns into Captain America briefly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just a brief cameo. Not much else to say, but it's probably higher on my list than a lot of other people's lists. I've got a fact about this movie, or not just this movie, actually, Phase 2. Did you know that there there was a tribute to Empire Strikes Back yeah, throughout Phase 2? Hand in every single movie. Yeah, so yeah. basically, if you watch all the Phase 2 movies, there's a part where someone's hand gets chopped off in every single movie. So in this, in Thor The Dark World, doesn't actually get his hand chopped off, but Loki makes it look like Thor's arm is chopped off. There's a part in Iron Man 3 where the... Um, Mandarin gets his hand chopped off. Yeah, yeah. gets his hand chopped off. Oh, Mandarin. But, Aldrich, yeah, yeah, who's supposedly the Mandarin. Yeah. Basically, see it in every movie. There's a part in Age of Ultron when Claw... Yeah, Claw uh, gets his hand and chopped off. off. Um, and what other movies are phase two? Guardians? Guardians. Yeah, there's a part where Nebula like yeah. cuts off her hand. There's a video on YouTube where they show you every single <laughs> hand yeah. chopping scene. Yeah. So and it was confirmed by Kevin Feige that it was actually on purpose. on purpose. So apparently it was a compliment to George Lucas, without whom the MCU would likely not exist today. That was 
Kevin Feige's. Yeah, Kevin Feige loves the Star Wars universe. He actually mm-hmm. made a reference to them in the 10-year anniversary thing as well. Because when Star Wars had the 10-year anniversary, they had the same kind of logo that the Marvel movies put up. My number 14 is Doctor Strange. I like this movie, but on rewatch, there isn't that much there. It is better than probably all the other movies I've um, gone through on the list so far, but it's just a stock standard origin story. I um, agree. In terms of the first time you watch it, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's pretty good, and the visuals are really good, but yeah. the story itself, there isn't that much there, and doesn't feel like he's training for that long, like maybe like it a couple feels of like months. He's training for like a week. <laughs> But apparently it's like a couple years. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So like he gets good pretty quickly, it seems like. It, maybe that's just his character, like he picks up things really quickly. Yeah. Trivia for this movie is, what is the Wi-Fi password that Carl Mordo hands to Doctor Strange? Uh, it is... Sh- Shambhala? Yeah. Sh- Shambhala? Yeah, Shambhala. Yeah. So that is a mythical kingdom in the Hindu and Tibetan tradition, and it is said to be laid out in precisely the same form as an eight-petaled lotus blossom surrounded by a chain of snow mountains. At the center lies the palace of the king of Shambhala, who governed from the city called Kalapa. So apparently in the Doctor Strange comics, that's where the Ancient One is from. So maybe this Ancient One is from there as well, or she went there to train or something. So that's the reference. Fair enough. My number 13 is Ant-Man. Yeah. I enjoy this movie, but for it's for what it is, like it's not going to be I don't think anyone's expecting it to be like the best movie ever. So it was I good. Think a lot like of people were expecting it to be shit to be honest. <laughs> so it was it was good. Like there was more of a lighter tone, so there was a bit of comedy and I like Paul Rudd as Ant-Man and the casting's pretty good. The casting's pretty good across the board. Across the board. Yeah. But yeah, it was good, and apparently this was meant to be made by Edgar Wright, but he had creative differences, so he left the project and got taken up by another director. But it feels like it's the same vision, like it doesn't feel like it's been chopped up or anything. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how far through Edgar Wright was before he had to leave, so I don't know if he wrote the whole script. I think he just gets a writing credit. Yeah, he gets a writing credit, yeah. yeah. They've set up the character well, so it's a good... It's another decent origin story and he plays a much bigger part in um or not bigger part but he plays you see what the character can do in civil war how he improves he hasn't really played a big part in anything anything yet number 12 this is another one that's probably a lot higher on everyone's list especially since it's a more recent one and that's black panther oh that's shocking that's (laughs) shocking So I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. You're going to get hated on for this. Yeah. um, But it's just... Which number is this? Number 12. 12. Yeah, it's number 12. No, it didn't even make my 10 because there's just not that much in there for me. So the best part is the villain. So the best part is Killmonger. I like the casting. Everything's good, but there's nothing that great for me in this movie. They do everything well. There's nothing that stands out as being bad. But it's just not as exciting as some of the other movies, I feel. And they did the origin. Oh, it's not really an origin story because his origin was in Civil War. Civil War. But they, I liked how they showed Wakanda and they delve into it much more than they probably did for like Asgard, for example. But for me, if I all the movies that are above this on my list, I'd probably watch them ahead of this movie. And you, you know some of the ones that I haven't mentioned so far, so you're probably going to hate me even more now. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at some of the ones you still haven't mentioned. I'm like, that ended up higher than that so i'm like yeah yeah fair enough the action was a little bit disappointing in this movie because a lot of it's in the dark so you don't really get to see all of it so that was another thing that i didn't like as much but overall it's still a 
good movie and I'd, I'd still watch it again, but not above the ones that I have from 11 to 1. Got another fact about this movie. Apparently the, the language they speak is a real language. Um, it's Soha, like X-H-O-S-A. They're speaking in South Africa. It's one of the official languages of South Africa. So they adapted that language as the Wakandan language. I think the accent that Chadwick Boseman Boseman does was actually a mixture of South African accents that he made up himself. And everyone else had to learn that accent. And I had a fact about Ant-Man as well. Evangeline Lilly, who portrays Hope Van Dyne in Ant-Man, or is going to be the Wasp, she was actually meant to be in the MCU much before that. She was meant to be in Avengers. Yeah, Joss Whedon wanted the Wasp in Avengers, and he wanted someone else. Do you know Iron Monger in Iron Man? He but wanted he his son. Oh, okay. His son. In Avengers as well, but Kevin Feige said no to both of those. It makes sense because it probably would have been a bit more crowded. With Too the, many people. Yeah. My number 11 is Thor. I actually really enjoy this movie and I enjoy it even more now because of where they've taken Thor after this movie. So they've yeah. just the evolution. So with Ragnarok and then Infinity War. So this movie is probably better in hindsight after all these movies. And I just like how they had the fish out of water with Thor, like in, in on Earth. I liked all that. Some people didn't like it. They wanted more of Asgard. But we got more of that over the three movies, three Thor movies. We eventually got more of Asgard in the three movies, three Thor movies. And I like the casting in this movie. So Tom Hiddleston as Loki was really good. Chris Hemsworth as Thor has been really good. And Anthony Hopkins as Odin was also really good. The fact or the trivia, it's not really trivia. Is it trivia? No, it's it's a fact. There's a part in the movie where it's just before Thor gets cast out to Earth and he's telling him, Odin's telling him that he's unworthy. And then Loki tries to like say something. And then then Odin's like, he just just like growls. He's like, "Ah." apparently that was improvised. Yeah. And um, Tom Hiddleston didn't even know about it. (laughs) So like you see his actual reaction in the movie. And I, I used to laugh at that part even before I knew it was improvised, but now it's even funnier. Okay. So what is your... What am I up to? I'm up to 15. 15, yeah. Yeah, 15, 15. To 11. Well, this one hasn't even ended up on your list yet. So I've got Captain America, first the Avenger. first one, which is an okay movie. I like Red Skull. I like Chris Evans. I pretty much like everything in this movie. It's like a good movie. It's just there's not much in there for a rewatch value. And it's set so far before the MCU that none of it really matters anymore. But it has the Tesseract, the Infinity Stone and everything. But other than that, none of it really matters. I'm glad they brought Red Skull back in Infinity War though. Because I really like that character. And he's one of the main villains in Marvel. Yeah, just in general. Yeah. So, yeah, my favorite thing about this movie is Red Skull. And they've brought him back anyway. So, but other than that, not much rewatch value there. Then 14. Oh, wait, let's do a, let's do a Stan Lee cameo for Captain America. I think it's like a general or something. Like someone in the army and he's sitting there and they're going to introduce Captain America. Like when he was like an entertainer. And some other guy walks out because Captain America leaves to find Bucky or something. And he's like, yeah. I-, I thought he'd be taller. Yeah. And another fun fact, the guy who's sitting next, like the guy who Stanley tells that to, he played Captain America in the 90s Captain America uh-huh, movie. In that shitty TV show. <laughs> was it a movie or yeah, a TV show? Yeah, a movie. It was yeah. a movie. Yeah. You actually nailed it. He was a general. So could work on that one. 14 is Thor the first Thor. So we- you, okay. 
Yeah, yeah, which is also a good movie. I like that. I know a lot of people don't like that he came out of Asgard, but I do like that as well. And I like all the casting. The fight scene at the end with the destroyer is really good as well. Yes. Even though the town looks really fake. It's like yeah, it's it like does. a two-block town in yeah. the middle of nowhere. It just looks really fake. Chris Hemsworth's eyebrows are dyed blonde. Yeah, that's a bit which weird. Which is really weird. Yeah. Other than that, solid movie. Probably not going to rewatch it again. And they set up Loki really well as well. Loki's yeah, yeah. awesome in this. Do you yeah. realize Loki dies at like the end of every movie? <laughs> He's in. Yeah, so he supposedly dies at the end of this one, but he yeah. doesn't. They well, he doesn't die at the end of Avengers, and then he's he supposed in... to die at the end of all the Dark World, but he doesn't. And Ragnarok is still alive. Ragnarok yeah. is still alive, but he dies in Avengers. Well, we'll see. Thirteen. I've got another one that you haven't said yet. Age of Ultron, which is I think it's a bit of a rehash of Avengers one in terms of just the setup and the fight scenes and everything like that. Ultron's a really good character, and then they could have done a lot more with it. And what they did with it was just a bit boring. I think he's a good villain, but he's just not that menacing. A lot of parts of this movie were played for comedy as well, which wasn't as funny as I thought it could be. I like Scarlet Witch's addition. She was a good character. Quicksilver's, meh. He dies. He's okay. Yeah, he dies. Spoiler alert, but yeah. Um, That's why they kill him off, because it's a bit boring. Really good part of this movie is actually Hawkeye. I actually like his arc in this movie. Well, it's not really an arc, but you see his family and stuff in. Well, I guess that might lead into what happens next in the MCU. Yeah. And he talks shit to Scarlet Witch. Um, (laughs) It's pretty, yeah. Hawkeye's really good in this movie. Other than that, then fight scene, it's just a bunch of robots fighting the Avengers and it should be cool, but it's not as cool as it it should be for some reason. It just, yeah. Yeah, the action wasn't as good in this one compared to the first, the first Avengers. Avengers. And there's this really weird pool scene with Thor, which is a bit like yeah. out of left field where Thor jumps into a like a hot pool and basically rages on roids or something. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he just starts yelling. Yeah. It's a weird scene. It's about the Infinity Stones, but it's not necessary. So yeah, 13, Age of Ultron. 12, Doctor Strange. Pretty much the same reasons that you said. I really liked it on the first viewing. It's a good origin story, and I thought it would be a really good rewatch. But when I did watch it again, I'm like, oh, this is a bit boring. There's not much to get out of the second watch, so... And 11, one that you have said but was really low on your one, yeah. Guides of the Galaxy Volume 2, which I actually rewatched recently. I have I hadn't watched it since we watched it in the theaters, but I rewatched it for Avengers Infinity War. And I actually really enjoyed it. It's one of the funnier movies in the MCU. And I know it's not like connected to the Infinity Wars or it's not a massive story, but it does expand on the characters. I think Rocket gets a really good story in this movie. Yondu is really good in this, and Peter Quill is also good. All the characters are really funny. It's probably one of the more funny movies in the MCU. I just enjoy rewatching it. I like the comedy in it, so that's why I rewatch it. You want to do the Stanley cameos? Yes. Or end or credits? That you can yeah. pick. Yeah. So we'll do for... Did I do Thor? No, I did do Thor. End credits or Stanley? Uh, let's do... Stanley one's easy. Do the end credits. End credits is Professor Selwig or yeah, yeah, um, Doctor Selwig, and he's talking to Nick Fury about the Tesseract and yeah. Loki's kind of controlling him or like 
they never really explained that. That, but... that never gets explained. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool end credits, but it never gets explained yeah. after that, which yeah. is weird. Or he's uh, just there and he's listening or something. Age of Ultron? Stan Lee cameo? Stan Lee. Um, Thor gets some like shots or something. from like He's got some special alcohol from Asgard. Yes. And he wants Captain America to try it. And he's like, oh, normal people can't try this. And then Stan Lee's like, he says something and he and tries it. And then they show him getting carried out of the yeah. body. Doctor Strange, Stanley cameo. I watched this like two days ago, so oh, I'm not going to get this wrong. Yeah. But he's he's reading a book. I can't remember what it is, but it's it's not a funny book. Um, it's called The Doors of Perception. Yeah, by yeah. Aldous Aldous Huxley. Huxley. Yeah, that's not a comic novel by any means, but he's reading it and he's like laughing at it. Yeah. And this is when um all that mirror um dimension stuff. He's going in a on. bus, and then yeah. Doctor Strange falls on the side of the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And lastly, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. There's like fifty end credit scenes, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do go the, through do all the of Stanley that. cameo. Um the Stanley cameo is actually an end credit scene, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's one of the end credits. Yeah, it's, it's a double whammy here. Yeah. So um, he's talking to the watchers. Yeah, and basically it kind of links to everything that he's a watcher informant. So yeah, it makes that's sense. why he's in all the he's movies. in all the movies because yeah. he's observing everything that happens. Yeah. So that is our nineteen to eleven. So we will do the top ten in the next episode. Yeah. So unfortunately, have to wait till next week to find the big guns in the top ten. But hopefully, we've got we've piqued your interest now, so you'll listen yes. next week. So what was your nineteen to eleven? Nineteen to eleven. I'll just quickly run through it. Incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, Thor: The Dark World. Iron Man 3, Captain America, Thor, Age of Ultron, Doctor Strange, and finally Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And mine is Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, Thor The Dark World, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Black Panther, and rounding it off at number 11 is Thor. So, yep, that is our list from 19 to 11 join us next week for the top 10 we have an email on yeah cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com we'll have a facebook page and yeah. a twitter page by the time this video comes out the facebook page and twitter page will be up and yeah we'd really appreciate if you could like it if you want to tweet any questions at us or want to tell us to stop podcasting then do it on the Twitter or the Facebook page. And if you happen to like our podcast, recommend us to other people as well. Yeah. That might be into... Would appreciate a share if you want to. So that will that'll be it for this week and we'll see you next week. Yes. See you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.